So first I want to start off with a prayer because I really feel like I want God to guide us and direct us in this. The second epistle of Thessalonians in the third chapter, verse five says that, uh, basically says, now may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. It's in the love of God that the revelation of who God is is found. Um, and, and it's in that revelation and it's abiding in the love of God that empowers your life. Um, that gives you direction, that gives you, I mean, everything that you need is found within the love of God. And I'm not just talking about this uh, pretty idea of the love of God. I'm talking about this tangible revelation of, of the love of God. Um, the word direct in the Greek, it means a, to guide into and and not just to guide into or direct into, but it also has a definition that, that is uh, a, the removal of all hindrances. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that hinder us. Um, there's a lot of things that hinder us in this life. And, and I just want to pray that God open our hearts um, to receive the word that we're about to speak about. I, I want to pray that, that God really guides us, um, give, gives us vision, gives us direction, teaches us his love so that we can in turn love others um and i and i hope that this this podcast strengthens you i hope that it encourages you i hope that it corrects any area of your life that that you may be struggling in um and that is my prayer for this year i I really pray that god direct us that he remove the hindrances from our life the real hindrances and that he lead us into an area of love and patience and revelation of who he is with that being said i ask those things in jesus name let's start the podcast though amen amen Yo, welcome to the Unchained Podcast. I'm your host, Keelan Martin, joined by the Bible scholar, Charles Leger, a.k.a. Granddaddy. If you're curious, we're just two guys looking to spread love, hope, and joy across the world by sharing with you the gospel of Jesus Christ and how it changed our lives. And we made this podcast so we could specifically show you how it's going to change and impact your life as well. So we aim to take this message across the world, and you can help us do that by going to anchor.fm slash unchained. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash Unchained. And from that page, guys, you got three options. The first option is called More Places to Listen. Click it, guys, and then you can listen to us on your favorite podcast station. That helps keep us on the air. Or you can click the button right below that, and you can donate to help keep us alive. You can make a small monthly contribution, or you can leave us a voice message and tell us how this podcast has changed your life. Thank you, guys. Hey, yo, welcome to the Unchained Podcast. I'm your host, Keelan Martin. And again, uh, no Bible scholar, Charles Leger, a.k.a. Granddaddy. Um, again, he's working hard, um, getting ready for his his, his baby girl uh, to be brought into the world. Man, congrats to you, bro. Praying for you. Um, you know, praying bl- blessings over your family, man. Super proud of you, bro. Um, again, much love to you. Uh, those of you who are listening, um, I won't be here before you long. Um, you know, just want to drop a quick nugget for today. Uh, however, man, just quick announcements. Um, Easter weekend again, we'll be in Nashville at Impartation Ministries. Uh, we're doing uh, what we call the hour of power, man. It's going to be great, it's going to be phenomenal. Um, we're going to be talking to at risk teens about bullying, man. It's going to be great. Um, I'm putting a different spin on it, man. So, um, you know, Lord willing, uh, we'll, we'll get the audio and video up for you guys so you guys can enjoy the message. Um, I look forward to working with them, man. Thank you guys for your love and support. Thank you for having us. Um, again, shout out to you guys. Um, you know, uh, this has been a, a very interesting, um, 
you know, years so far. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. Before I get into the podcast, um, again, we'll be sending out sponsorship letters to all of you who uh, have inquired about becoming an active sponsor uh, for the Unchained Podcast. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Again, you guys can go to anchor.fm slash unchained uh, to be uh, make a monthly contribution. Again, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever it is you want to do, man, set that to recurring. Uh, we appreciate your love and support. Also, um, you guys can also share the link uh, or listen to it um, every time uh, our podcast gets played. Um, they donate to us, man. So again, thank all of you who are listening and supporting us, man. We love you guys so much. Thank you for everything. Um, however, um, I want to hop right into it because I may be on here for about 30 minutes or something, man. Um, I had a thought uh, just because of how the year has gone. And I had a thought because of what God has been speaking to me, especially over the past couple of weeks. And I think everybody needs to hear this particular thing, because I think without it, we end up, um, we end up falling into, uh, you know, I, I would like to call this like a land of the unknown. And what I mean by that is sometimes we get placed into a situation or, uh, we end up in a situation and sometimes we don't know, how we got there, what mistakes that we've made to do, uh, to, to get there. I wouldn't say mistakes, but I would more or less say, um, decisions or choices. And uh, I've said this before that most of the time when you go through some of the roughest times in your life is not because you made one bad decision that ended up in this huge cataclysmic event, but it's more or less the, a bunch of small compromises that you made that have led up to one big, cataclysmic event, right? So it's never the 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 big thing or the big picture of what is happening in your life. It's all the small compromises that you made along the way that ended up creating bigger havoc in your life. Uh, maybe it was something morally, maybe it was something spiritually, maybe it was something physically, maybe it was something mentally. You went against what you knew was right. And sometimes when you make those little small allowances, um, you know, in your life, it ends up causing more, uh, trauma or drama than what you intended it to. And I'm just speaking from experience because I've done that more than one time, but, um, and I, that's not really, um, you know, the, the topic, um, but the topic for tonight is uh sabotage cycle. Right. Um, and I, I use this word because I, I when I think about the word of sabotage, you know, we, we see people do it in elections. We see pe- we've seen people shave points back in the day trying to throw a game. Uh, we, we've seen people uh, sabotage their own well-being or compromise their own well-being um, in any area of their life by something uh, that they intended to do to inflict harm upon themselves. Right. And the word sabotage means to. Uh, deliberately destroy or damage something. That means to do it with intent. That means to do it with the sole purpose of tearing everything down, right? I remember as a kid, like playing video games and when I would lose, I would, I would quit the game. Like I would sabotage the game. Like I would unplug the back of it because I was a sore loser, right? Or, um, <laughs> or I go and hit the power button. If I'm playing somebody and I'm losing, you know, you deliberately like, like throw the game. But, you know, nowadays as we get older, you know, when you can't, you know, handle things like that at a younger age, that begins to, um, cross over into like a teenage years. It begins to cross over into adult years and we don't see it 
because we just think it's like a, a small compromise or a small decision or something that's that's not a big deal. But before long, you you find out that you're you know that that you will um you know you'll ruin a, a relationship uh, probably because you feel like you're unlovable or you'll quit school probably because you feel like you're not going to achieve what you thought you could achieve or you'll quit a job because you feel like somebody else is better you are more qualified than you to get the raise so instead of sticking it out and trying to figure out what you're really made of you will deliberately sabotage um, what it is that you're actually into because you don't believe that you're worthy enough to receive it right so this is something that uh, that we that we've all done at some point or some time in our lives. And a lot of times as people, we think that that if if it doesn't go our way or if we don't see it from the beginning, then um, we'll, we'll just quit because we, we don't think that we're worthy of it or we uh, should receive it or we should get it. And that's the wrong attitude. A lot of times, you know, it's a lot of times we want to see the, the, the end from the beginning, right? We want to see the end from the beginning and that's not how it works. When you're talking about personal development, spiritual development, um, tr trying to become financially free, trying to take on new endeavors, um, in a ministry or a business. Uh, when you are doing something that requires a large amount of faith, you're not going to be able to see the end from the beginning. God may show you a picture, but he's not going to show you the in between. He's not going to show you where you are now and the finish line. He's not going to give you that, uh, everything in between because he wants you to trust him. He wants you to lean on him. And sometimes because it doesn't go our way, we we will literally sabotage what is going on and what God is doing in our lives because we don't feel like we're worthy of it, right? So this is what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to look at your situation as if um, the mistakes that you made or what you did are are who you are, okay? What you've done and, and the things that you've um, fallen short of. Look, let me tell you guys something. Yes, I have a ministry, right? Yes, I've had a ministry. I have a ministry, but in the in the context of me being a human being, my shortcomings do not disqualify me uh, from from serving God and they do not disqualify me from preaching the word of God. Look, because I am human, I am a sinner. Right. So, again, you're talking about somebody who's lied, who's cheated, who's stolen, who has uh, you know, committed adultery, um, who has um, you know, been, been sexually promiscuous. Yo, let me tell you something. I tell you all that because I am not ashamed of it. Like, I'm not ashamed of it. And that does not mean that now because I hold the microphone that I'm a perfect person. No, that that is not that does not mean I'm a perfect person. If you guys want to call uh, Sunday night, you heard me talking about the power of stay. Just because I fall short does not mean um, I need to give up. No, the whole thing about uh, staying is being committed to the purpose of what it is that you're called to do. And just because you're called to do something, let me tell you something. You are going to fall. You are going to have some bumps along the way. You are going to scrape your knee. You're all you are going to be imperfect, right? You are going to be imperfect throughout the process, but the goal is to learn from it and ask God, hey, search my heart. Find out if there's anything against you, um, uh, against you within me, within my own being, within my own heart. Whatever it is that is keeping me from experience, the fullness of God, 
Point that out to me so that I can make adjustments. What is the thing that is holding me captive in this mindset? What is the thing that is keeping me from seeing you um, the way that I need to see you so that I, so that I can grow um, as, as, a, as a person, as a Christian, um, as a believer? Like, what is the hindrance? What is the hurdle? What is the stumbling block? God, show me this so that I can pursue you uh, with, with, with all abandonment so that I can forsake all things so that I can find you, um, you know, uh, like I can seek you and find you and that I can hear from you and that you can, and that you can pour into me. Like, I want to have that connection with you, but I can't have that if, if I just sit and think that I'm perfect and that I don't make mistakes and that, um, and and that I don't fall and and I just look down my nose at other people. No, I cannot do that. Um, because the the word of God to look, the, the whole reason why the law was created in the first place was to show that none of us could be righteous. That's the whole reason why the law was being created. It was to show us that we're going to fall short. You're going to fall short. And so I want to move on to the next point. Like, I want you guys to understand that you're not going to be perfect. I want you to understand that you are going to fall short. But one thing that you cannot do is you cannot self-sabotage. You can't self-sabotage. The Bible talks about a dog returning to its own vomit. And some of us have been delivered of something. And because we feel comfortable where we used to be and because the present uh, the present is uncomfortable, sometimes we have the tendency to turn back to what we were delivered from just so we can live in a state of comfort. Right. Like we don't want to be uncomfortable. And you say you want to be a Christian and you say you want to follow Christ. But when it gets hard, when you can't see the end result, then you want to quit. You want to go back to where you feel comfortable. You want to have fun now. You want to go back to being who you used to be and doing what you used to do. But that is not that is not what God has called you to do. God said, pick up your cross and follow me. The the, the cross is the hard thing. The cross is the thing that makes you bleed. The cross is the thing that you have to carry on your shoulder every single day because carrying that thing brings you closer to Christ. That is what he meant. You can't bring your old life into a new life. You can't do it. So we got to understand that that when God is calling us to follow him, we do not need to self-sabotage. And a lot of times you end up throwing your your excellence away for a couple of dollars. Or you give away your you give away your prosperity to be cheap, to go back to being comfortable. Like you won't commit to anything. You won't do what you're called to do because it gets too hard for you. We want to whine and complain about it. And if we were smart in the midst of the problem, we would stop asking why and just say, hey, God, just show me you're here. Like, let me feel you. Like, even if he, even if you can't feel him. David said, I encouraged myself in the Lord. He leaned on God. He prayed to God. He praised God. He worshiped. And, and sometimes, guys, we got to understand that that in our darkest moments, at our hardest times, that is not the time to bail on God. That is not the time to, to look within ourselves for the solution of the problem. We are our own worst enemy and most of our problems are self-inflicted. And, and sometimes we have the tendency to blame other people versus take responsibility. Yo, we can't do that. Like we can't do it. And I'm not saying that that I've never done it. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. What I am saying is that, guys, I've been through it. I've done it. And so what I can't do is say, yo, you didn't do this. So I couldn't do that. 
fact of the matter is, I'll be honest with you, now that I've gotten a little more wisdom, now that I've gotten wiser, I don't deal with people who point fingers. Like, I don't deal with people who want to blame me for their shortcomings. Like, I don't do it. Like, I can't be around those kind of people because they, they end up taking all the joy and sucking all the wind out of your sails. Like, you can't do that. Like, like, I can't put myself in that position. Like, I cannot compromise what God has called me to do and who he's called to be just so you can feel comfortable, just so you can have somebody to fight with. Yo, I don't want to be that person. Like, I, like I don't want you calling me and say, yo, I, I couldn't get this done so because you didn't do that. Yo, how am I supposed to do what I'm supposed to do for you? You're a grown person. Like we have to take responsibility for our own shortcomings where we fall short. We have to do self inventory. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. We talk about self-awareness. We talk about the things that we have to look inwardly to find out to, to give to God so that he can change those. And a lot of times uh, when, when we refuse to do that, what we're doing is we, we are self-sabotaging what God wants to do in our life because we refuse to change. Like we will stand in our own way for fear that we won't be uh, who, who God has called us to be. And God gives you the vision. He gives you the purpose. And, and the reason why you're not where you're at in your life is because you won't take God at his word. Like he showed he, he showed you what you're supposed to do and you won't do it. So we got to stop self-sabotaging and we got to stop putting ourselves in the position to where we are winless. To where we fall short, not saying that we won't ever, but we got to make the adjustment. Like we got to do self inventory. We got to let the word of God expose those things that are within us so God can make the changes like we have to give that to him. That's being obedient. Like that's being obedient. So I want you to ask yourself a question. What is the thing that you are fearful of that makes you self-sabotage? That makes you throw in the towel every time? Why are you so scared of being successful? Why do you take the easy way out versus doing it God's way? Like anybody can sell drugs. Anybody can get high. Anybody can cheat. Anybody cannot be committed. Anybody cannot want to go to college. Anybody cannot want to go to school. Like that's the easy way. Like anybody can, can mimic somebody else on TikTok. Anybody can dance to the same music that everybody else is dancing to. Like why do we have this fear of being original? Like why do you have this fear of walking out your purpose? Why do you keep sabotaging yourself? Why do you go and, and hang out with those people where you know God has called you to be better? Where you know God has called you to be different? Where you know God has said, you know, you, you have a certain amount of, you have a certain amount, not a certain amount, but you have a certain group of people that I've called you to speak to. Why are you afraid of preaching my message? Why is it every time you get to a certain level that where I'm calling you to be greater, you, you regress and you go back to who you used to be? Why do you keep doing that? Like I keep making a way for you to get out and you keep trying to find ways to get back in. And then you want to pray to me and ask God help. God, why am I going through this? Like I already told you why. Why do you keep doing it? Like I've already showed you why you keep going through what you're going through. 
Like I keep closing that door and you keep going and opening it. So why are you so fearful about being who I created you to be? I think a lot of times the fear comes from self-doubt. Like we get tired, we give up and we stop trying because it didn't work out the first time. The reason why one percenters are one percenters is because they did process of elimination without quitting. Just because something doesn't work, doesn't work. It doesn't mean that it's not meant for you. It just means that that particular thing doesn't work for you. Everybody has a lane that they can be in to be successful. Everybody has a lane that they can walk in that honors God. Every like God has given God has given us so many different tools, so many different things that we can be successful in. God has given us all different personalities, different gifts, different talents, different areas where we can go and be influential. But because you want to be a follower and not be a leader, you keep regressing and going back to who you used to be. Like you like you keep trying to like you keep changing personalities because you don't feel like you enough. You change your hairstyle. You change your clothes. You change the music you listen to just so you can get a man. Like you change your likes, your interests, and your favorite color just so you can get a woman. You go against everything you can believe in just so you can feel wanted. And at the end of the day, you end up lonely anyway. Because you weren't even you weren't even true to your authentic self. How are you going to get somebody to fall in love with a you that, that you don't even know who you are? Like you can't, like I can't get you to fall in love with me if I don't know who I am. Right? So that means you trying to get to know a doppelganger with no personality. You trying, you trying to, you trying to fall in love. I'm trying to get you to fall in love with the me that has my, my, like my same personality, my same looks, uh, like, like my same style. But internally, if I don't know who I am, if I don't know what my purpose is, and if I don't know what I want out of life, then how are you going to love me? What draws you to me when I don't show you anything, when I just look good on paper, when I just give you a good application, when I interview good on a date or when we hang out? Like, like, how is it that that, that I can, you know, that, that I can, you know, make you feel so comfortable with me and you don't even know who I am? Nine times out of 10. When. I can attract you and I don't know who I am. Chances are you may not know who you are either. So what happens is we link up. We're in a partnership relationship. We connect with one another. But yet we don't really have a bond because we don't really know who each other. Uh, we don't really know who each other are. Because none of us really showed up to the dinner table. We both brought shells of ourselves with, with no soul, no emotion, uh, no personality. I just brought to the table what I think you wanted. You brought to the table who I think I wanted. And at the end of the day, like I don't know you and you don't know me. Or let's look at the flip side of it. What if we do know each other? What, what, what if I do think you're a good friend? What if I do think that you're the person for me? 
What if we do connect on a certain level? Right? But if I sense that you're too good, oh, I don't feel deserving. Like, I don't love me. So why would you love me? Like, I'm not good enough to marry. Like, I'm not good enough to be your friend. Like, I'm not good enough to hang out with. So instead of me waiting for a, a reason for us to separate, I separate myself by destroying the whole relationship. Maybe I maybe I'm at a job and 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 the and the the owner or or the boss is looking at me and he's like, "Yo, look, I like you, great personality." But he don't know I don't like to wake up early. He don't know I don't like to stay late. So before he finds that out, I leave. Like I quit second day. Maybe you thought I was management material, but because I didn't think I was management uh, management material, I left and I went somewhere else. You said, Keelan, maybe like maybe these aren't good examples, but what I'm trying to tell you is a lot of times we check out on ourselves before somebody else checks out on us. And what I'm starting to see is when people are self-loathing and they think less of themselves, they don't know how to commit or they don't know how to show the, the part of themselves that they really want to show for fear that they might be rejected. So I guess the other question is, like, how do you handle rejection? Like, how do you handle somebody telling you no? Better yet, why do you think they told you no? Maybe you're hard to read. Maybe they don't understand you. Maybe they rejected you because they never knew you. Maybe because when, when, when they try to get into this relationship or they try to um, like walk with you and talk with you, they don't see anything. More than likely because you self-sabotage and again, you don't show up to the party. Like you don't show up at all. You keep bringing this half honest, half dressed, half personality. Like you keep bringing that person. The one that nobody knows. It's like it's like the weird dude that always shows up in a group of friends and you never knew who he was. Like he's just there. <laughs> and when we self-sabotage, when when and the reason why we self-sabotage, when we know it has something to do with self-loathing and the fact that we don't love ourselves or we really don't know who we are. The fact of the matter is we end up looking like that guy. The one that nobody knows. And so the, the question that I want to leave you guys with tonight is, is, is. Have you really discovered who you are? Because if, if all your relationships are failing and if all your business ventures are failing and if everything that is connected to you is dying, chances are you don't know who you are and you're trying to figure it out. And even if you have an inkling of who you are, you won't commit to being that person because you think it's too hard. fact of the matter is you won't make the commitment because you're afraid of hard work. 
You're afraid to make the sacrifice. You know, one thing that, that you don't think there's a pet peeve of mine as a coach is that people come to me and say, hey, Keelan, like, I want you to change my health. I want you to change my body. Like, like I want to, I want to transform. I want to be a brand new person. Like, I don't want to be this way anymore. I don't want to be that way. Like, I want to change. Like, can you help me? Sure, I can help you. The question is not whether or not I can help you. The question is whether or not you can commit to the process. So if I tell you that I can transform you and I can make you whatever it is that you want to be, does it really matter what it costs? Everybody wants the transformation, but not everybody wants to pay the cost is my point. The same person who will pay me $2,400 for a fitness program, yo, they're the same people that will show up every single day and be committed to the process and not point the finger and say, you know, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. Like, give me my money back. <laughs> Yo, I can't do what you're supposed to do for you. And you get some people that are extremely grateful, say, yo, thank you for helping me. I don't care what it costs. Just let me pay. I don't, I don't care what it costs. I'm going to show up. And the person that is committed to show up, they have a vision in mind. They know who they are and they know what they're capable of. Like they know what they're capable of. Right. So it's about time that you guys start looking at your capabilities and your possibilities and start believing in yourself. And start looking at who God has called you to be and what he wants you to do. So that you can be successful in your endeavors so that you can stop quitting on your relationship so you can actually be uh, an asset and not, and not a liability. Because for some people, it costs them more to be around you than it does for them for you to actually show up. Like, it, it, like I don't want to feel taxed every time we're hanging out. Like, do that inventory. Like, bring your best self. Like, bring that, per like, like, stop self-sabotaging. Believe that what God said he has for you is what he has for you. And stop thinking less about yourself and thinking that you're undervalued and thinking that you're unqualified and thinking that you got to have all these tokens and thinking that you got to have it all together. That's not the point. That is not the gospel. That is not Christianity. Christ says, look, show up, follow me. And whatever I say, do it, do it. And do it without complaining. And if you can make that commitment to show up and give it your best shot, I guarantee you, you're going to be a different person. I challenge you the rest of 2020. Be, yo, stop self-sabotaging. Stop quitting on everybody. Stop quitting on yourself. Like you, like you owe you more than that. If you got a family, if you got kids, if you got something that you really want to accomplish, you owe you more than that. And stop like, like stop giving half effort all the time. Because you don't think you're going to be successful with it. Well, anyway, that's my little nugget. I don't know if y'all don't, I don't know if y'all liked it. Honestly, I don't care, but I love y'all anyway. Um, so again, man, it's the Unchained Podcast. This is Keelan Martin. Yo, stop self-sabotaging. Make the adjustment by doing self-inventory. What makes you scared of being successful? Like, why do you like, why do you keep on quitting, man? Think about that. 
and make the adjustment. Again, I love y'all. Unchained Podcast. I'm out. I'll see you next week.